Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the Splitting Hairs podcast brought to you by Jackrabbit Illustrated. We are the B team. It is Ben and Brendan here holding down the fort for tonight. Um, we're late again, per usual. Um, hope you guys have gotten used to that for now. Uh, that's okay, though. <laughs> but, uh, recovering from the news of today that I think uh, we all kind of thought was inevitable. Yeah, um, we didn't have a game last week. We're not going to have a game this week, and that's the show, folks. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, we right. we did figure we'd come on and uh, come on and discuss it because yeah, it's big news. Um, obviously, the NDSU game this weekend is canceled, um, which Matt uh, and Kyle talked about a little bit yesterday um, on their pod. Uh, how you know, based on the rules that the Missouri Valley has, there was no way this game was going to happen. Yet, no. for some reason, NDSU continued on with the charade, thinking that it could happen somehow. Um, so I don't know if they were just stringing us along. At least they told us on Tuesday instead of three hours before the game, I guess. Yeah, um, that was uh, something of a concern I have. Not that I think NDSU is a dirty program or anything, but just with how college football works, there's all the mind games and things like that and especially in a huge rivalry like this i didn't know if they would go to that extent or not i'm like you said i'm just glad they called it um today you know Mm -hmm. like you said i mean if it was three hours before saturday then yikes but uh it didn't happen we all knew it was kind of this was coming right i mean the game with the positive tests on a saturday there's no way any protocol would have worked out there unless they had been just being super cautious cautious against USD so they could have the marker game. But in the end, it's going to get played. You know, it's get, it's just getting postponed. Um, and, and to put a, put a smile on this for us, that's good for SDSU fans. Uh, last I knew, I haven't checked super recently. There was tickets available up there. And it's not Easter weekend anymore. So some people like myself, um, I'll be able to be there. I was going to be um, at my folks' place in Wisconsin with the kid, and now I'm going to be able to go. So I'm going to see about snagging up some tickets and you know, make travel and things like that easier. Um, beyond that, it's just a bummer. And we knew this season was going to be a mess. I mean, mm-hmm. if you... I mean, we, we watched the basketball season, right? You know, we reported on the basketball season. There was cancellations all over the place. And so we knew that this was going to happen eventually. The Illinois State thing kind of threw us all for an extra loop. Like, if Illinois State doesn't cancel the season, I think this looks way better. But um, it it's a COVID season. We missed almost an entire month of basketball from this. And now we are missing – I mean, NDSU didn't get – barely affected at all once their basketball season got going and their their media up here oh my god you would think like it like everything was happy and this is what kind of bothers me about this they were all happy honky dory this season's great look at how we turned it around against und game canceled against usd shut it down shut it down now this is terrible i don't (laughs) even know what we're doing what are we even doing right now this is ridiculous. This is stupid and ridiculous. Get over yourself, McFeel. Stop touching yourself. Good <laughs> Lord. Like, it's fine. It's fine if you didn't think the spring season should have happened. That's okay. I'm fine with it. That's not a big deal. Um, but it feels like a lot of people have been waiting in the wings for this just so they could start screaming. And that's the part that bothers me about it more than anything. Yeah, no, you can tell that, you know, there's been the, the doubters that this season shouldn't happen. And, yeah, they're really pouncing on this, taking that, take advantage of it as a way to say, yeah, see, I was right. But, um, you know, I think Stig, uh, if you check out his press conference from today, I think he put it really well. Um, you know, he kind of gave the alternatives of, you know, what what other choices do we have? And he kind of mm-hmm. said, this is the best the best choice we had. We're, yeah. we're doing the best thing we could do. And yeah, it's going to be rough. It's going to be ugly, but at the end of the year, we're going to have a, we're going to get a football season in. We're going to get playoff seasons in. We're going to crown a champion. So, right. I mean, at least we're doing that. Um, and at least we're not just giving up on it. So unlike some um, lesser 
universities have and may going forward. But um, yeah, it's it sucks, but it yeah. is what it is. And um, I'm glad they're rescheduling it. Luckily, NDSU didn't have one already scheduled for that day. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't have one scheduled for that day yet. Um, so it's exciting that we may still get to see this game happen. Um, and it's, yeah. So, I mean, at least you have that to look forward to. Yeah. And cause the, I think the thing it's, it's, it's really hitting everybody right now, right? If you were just kind of watching the Missouri Valley, but if you look nationally, man, the CAA has been, ha- I mean, James Madison didn't play before last week for almost like 21 days for sure. Two right. weeks, but it might've been 21 days between their games. Um, the NEC and the Patriot League have been having a hell of a time getting games in. It's what's going to happen during COVID season. And if you look and if you followed the the FBS season in the fall, it turned into a mess at the end of the season. It's just the way it is. And like if you didn't think that was going to happen, then that I I, I feel bad for you because this is going to be a hell of a shock. <laughs> you know, like oh my god, what are we doing? But. It's, um, overall, I mean, it's kind of the, the season will still get played. They're not going to be canceling the playoffs. Um, Sam Herter had a pretty solid article on it, you know, from, from how I took it when I read it, you know, 84% of the games that have been scheduled have still been played. Um, we've, there's been three teams in the country that have canned the season, which quite honestly, I thought would have been higher after Illinois state. I really thought there was going to be. A couple teams in the valley that tapped out, but you know it—it it just kind of it, it sucks right now. But there's only realistically for SDSU, there's two games left, and there's three weeks until the playoffs. It's not like this is happening week one, and we're sitting here going, "Oh my god, how are we going to get through eight more weeks of this?" Right. Yeah. I mean, as long as we can get these last two games in, we'll be all right. Um, even if we only get one of the two in, we'll be fine. Um, but you know, obviously it, it does stink to have a full two week layoff. I mean, that's gotta be tough on the guys. I mean, we saw the basketball team struggle with that during their season and, um, concerned about that, um, you know, for our team, our football team, you know, because USD, they do have a game scheduled this weekend and they get to play Northern Iowa. Um, so you know, that that's an advantage for them. I possibly, I mean, possibly they get beat up and it's not an advantage, but, um, having a two week layoffs is not normal for a team, um, in a, in right. a football season. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Hopefully they can stay focused and, um, I don't know, just keep on, keep on going, pick, pick up from where they left off. Yeah. Cause it's one thing to have a bye week It's a whole other thing to have two bye weeks and, you know, looking at it, I mean, let's look at the, the the possible scenarios from worst case to best case, right? Worst case is USD comes down with it, NDSU doesn't get over it, we have no games. Like, that's that's the worst case. I think if that happens from a playoff, because I'm not real concerned. We're not concerned about the making the playoffs as much as performance in the playoffs, I think, right. at this point that I think Jack rabbit nations that way. We don't, we're not concerned about making the playoffs. It's what we do. It's how we're mm-hmm. doing in the playoffs. So um, worst case scenario would obviously be both team, both games not being played. Um, do I think that's likely? Not particularly. Um, you know, thankfully um, NDSU did catch it before they played against USD or even started warming up. So that was kind of contained there. Um you know, UND isn't still isn't playing anybody. Um, you and I, you know, knock on wood, hasn't had any issues. Neither has USD. Knock on wood. Um, so, I, for sure, I think one of those two games gets played. I think the next worst case scenario would be not getting the USD game in, and then being on a three week mm-hmm. sitting on your butts, trying to practice, basically going back into fall camp mode. And then going back into the swing of things for the marker game after NDSU, I think was likely to get that U and I game in. Then that's a mess, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, boy. I mean, the thing is, it's it, it feels bad, and I think, like you said, it feels worse because we didn't have the Illinois State game. But if you think about it, it's only one small outbreak is all we've had in the whole Missouri Valley Conference schedule. 
between yeah. between UND and S- NDSU. Obviously, it came yeah. from when they played each other, and now their games are affected by it. But it's, that's one small isolated incident. Yeah. And so, you know, let's not throw the baby out with the bath bathwater or the baby out with the bathwater. Bathwater out with a baby. Don't throw either of them away because this season is still in play. I had to look over to my wife to get some help with that analogy. Our production assistant in the back. <laughs> Coming in with the clutch saying. Yeah, yeah, that was it was a train wreck. So not much awesome. to left not much left to save at that point anyway, but you get the point. What I'm saying yeah. is there's we haven't been hit that hard by COVID in the Missouri Valley Conference, and assuming we can get back on track here, it's it's not going to be that big of a deal when we look back at it. So, um, yeah, I mean, to the people that you know are freaking out about it, saying that oh, all these games are canceled and this season doesn't matter, then it's just a bunch of bull. Yeah, it's just kind of over the top, and you know that's fine. Some people, um, I'd, I'd say the world right now, everybody's prone to those reactions, does depending on the topic with certain people. So, shouldn't surprise me, I guess, that that's flying around. But um, yeah, you're right. I mean, this is kind of just a blip on the radar when it comes to SDSU and playoff chances. It doesn't really make a difference. That's what it really boils down to. Because we get these last two games in. It'll be decided on how the marker game goes. Realistically, not to look past USD, but we're not we're not on the team, so I can do that. So, not to look past USD though, but um, that's that's what was going to decide the season going into these last two weeks anyway. So the games are flipped, and one's a little bit further back. Is it necessarily the best to have a first round playoff game after the marker game? Not so sure on that one, but. right? Really, honestly, the the biggest hit we took this weekend was the fact that UND is not going to play Missouri State mm-hmm. because they both have one loss, and that was an opportunity for one of, one of them to end up with two losses. Mm-hmm. And since they avoid each other and they can't make it up because they already had games scheduled for that last week, I believe. Yep. Uh, yeah, North, UND already had Youngstown State on the schedule, and Missouri State had Illinois State, but that got canceled. But right. um Regardless, they're not UND's not going to back out the Youngstown State game just to play Missouri State. Um, so now the problem is that both UND and Missouri State could easily end up with one loss. Mm-hmm. And if, well, in the spring season, correct in the spring season, Missouri State's very uh, unique that way. They are. They have a lot more games played than than anybody else. And they're very uh, they, unique because they have three losses in the fall. Right. One to Oklahoma, two to Central Arkansas. And I think they're the only team that played in the fall that's somewhat in the hunt for the playoffs where their fall resume is going to hurt them. I hope not, to be honest. I mean, I I hope just like I hope that they don't take the NDSU's win in, into account right. from the fall. They're going to. They, I think they've already said it counts. I mean, there, I hadn't heard that. I, I believe that the fall games do count towards this season. Now, how much weight is the committee going to put into them? Right. I don't know, because um, that's there's a lot of talk about Jacksonville State, who just lost to Austin P, and just the boy thought we had a bad game. Not to jump out of the Missouri Valley on us here, but boy thought we had a bad game. They had like eighteen penalties six or seven turnovers and <laughs> held off. When's the last time you heard of this? They held Austin P to like 12 yards ish of rushing and lost. It's not great. That's unbelievable. Talk about just shooting your foot off, but yeah, they have a, they have a win in the fall against uh FBS team. And that's probably going to count towards their resume. I, I don't like it. I I don't either, but it <laughs> I, I mean I, I I would be angry if like if I mean it might if, if my team went out and found games to play in the fall. Yep. And then it ends up hurting them come playoff time and for a completely separate season. Right. Well, and I think the only one it's really gonna hurt is Missouri State because 
like Jacksonville State, that FBS win is going to be an FBS win's always huge, you know, when it comes to getting looked at for the playoffs, you know. But Missouri State is really the only one who played in the fall and didn't win. I mean, I think they got one win in the fall, and then the rest were um, the rest were losses to Oklahoma, and then they played Central Arkansas twice. Hmm. And that'll be counted as a top 25 loss, but they're kind of in trouble because they don't have uh, any marquee wins. They have Southern Illinois, but that lost a lot of luster when Missouri State beat them. So I really think right now they're probably the ones hurt the most by these COVID cancellations because they're not. UND was their big shot, and they're not going to get to play that game. And it's, it's a shame. That is very true. Their only wins are Western Illinois, USD, UNI, SIU, and yep. now the only game they have left on the schedule is Youngstown State. So, yeah, they're not going to have anything close to a quality win. I mean, Southern Illinois is the closest one probably. Yep. Um, but even that's, you know, uh, you're kind of skeptical of that one. But, I mean, but then you look at our resume too. Southern Illinois was the best one. We have the cachet <laughs> is what we have. You and I is kind of falling apart. Um, you know, it, it's boiled down to a top three now in the Valley. Um, and that's why the marker game is so huge. It's realistically, if you want to look at a resume, it's, I mean, yes, Southern Illinois is still ranked. Um, Northern Iowa and, might still be ranked for that matter. But um, oh yeah. And we so do they're have, gonna be ranked wins on the road. Especially so, when we often. played when we played Northern Iowa, they were in the top ten. Right. So we well, have yeah. we have that. I mean, our resume, if we went out, if we were to win out, we have the most impressive resume in the country, and it's not close. In my esteemed my very in my very own mind, it's not mm-hmm. close, which is my very own most smartest place because <laughs> um, really we played at UND at UNI at NDSU at Southern Illinois that would be like James having um, to play at Villanova at Delaware at Rhode Island at James Madison mm-hmm. is what that would be in the Colonial Athletic or in the Big Sky having to play at Eastern Washington at UC Davis at um, Weber and at say Idaho I think those are their four teams in playoff contention. Like no, nobody has, nobody's had to do that. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's gonna, it, it'll be. Ex- I don't think the issue is necessarily making the playoffs. I think if we were to drop the marker game, then we'd be okay. But um, you know, that's kind of uh, it'll be tough. But if we if we went out, I think we get a top two seed virtually yeah. guaranteed. You know, and we got a question here from Robert Drake. Um, if UND plays one last game than than us, and we each have one loss, then we would have the highest winning percentage and would win the Missouri Valley, right? I don't think so. I think that only comes into play if it's a multiple team or the teams haven't played each other. I think they would still get the Missouri Valley by virtue of the head-to-head win. But in the reality of it all, um, something to remember: there's been a lot of times where the auto bid out of the valley has not gotten the top, the highest seed out of the valley. That's happened multiple occasions. So, um, the year that uh, I believe we co-championed with NDSU, they we got the auto bid by virtue of the head-to-head win, but they got a higher seat, if I remember correctly. So, realistically. Is it nice to have a conference championship? Yes, it's it's really nice. But when it comes down to it, um, the team's goals is a national championship. That's that's the big goal, and it that that Missouri Valley championship in a conference this tough when it's this close, and especially in a year like this, I think we end up with a higher seed. I mean, they're they're going to have one. They have what one game left that they are able to play with this week being canceled or two. I think yeah, Youngstown State, and then I think one. they had Illinois State. So it's Youngstown State. That's all they have left, and that's all that's going to be remembered mm-hmm. compared to us playing USD, who that's not going to be remembered as a strong win. But if we beat NDSU and Fargo, 
that's gonna be the one on the top of everybody's minds. And I I would bet dollars to donuts we get a way higher seed than you I, I would bet UND doesn't get a seed and we do in right. that scenario. Yeah, no, I would agree. And I mean other than saying you got the auto bid into the playoffs, it really is nothing because when you look back in the history books, you're co-champions. I mean, I don't, to my, isn't that correct that they don't, you both get a, the conference championship, even though, even though one's got the head to head over the other. Yeah. You both get a, you both get the championship and then the tiebreaker just decides who the, um, who the auto bid goes to. Right. Which yep. come, comes into play in like a lesser conference, but in a conference like the Missouri Valley, if you're co-champions, you're both going to be in the playoffs anyway. So that auto bid doesn't matter. Right. And so, yeah, it basically, I don't know. Is it, That's I mean, what it boils it, down to. Is it bragging rights? Absolutely. Yeah. We got the auto bid over you. Yeah, we were co-champions, but we know who the real champions were because they gave the auto bid to us. Yeah, well, that's fine. We made it to the national championship, wouldn't you do? And that's how that argument goes. Because I've had that argument before on the wrong side of it. So uh, that's that's how that goes. And you know what your rebuttal is? Is Yeah, well, you suck. So go eat some grass. Um, Yeah. in the end, I don't. It's an exciting end of the season. The and in my opinion, the marker game is at the end of the season as it should be because that's the one that matters. Um, my only concern is who we would get in the opening round because I think everybody's watched enough marker games to know the following game is rough. Nobody like NDSU doesn't play good at the game after either. So if you get some tough. Colonial Athletic team, like a Delaware, if Delaware happens not to get a seed and they end up getting sent to Oscar Fargo, that's not a matchup I would particularly enjoy. Or like a UC Davis, some of these top-tier teams. But you could play like a Holy Cross, and then it doesn't really matter because it's Holy Cross. So, <laughs> I mean, let's be let's be honest. Like I, Nobody's real – unless you're you and I, and decide to lose the Lehigh in the UNI Dome, which <laughs> is a way back reference there. And it's just embarrassing for everybody. Right. It's almost like losing to San Diego or something. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting. And the other interesting thing will be whether all the uh, playoff brackets that I've seen have ended up matching us up with NDSU mm-hmm. um, in the second round. You know, right. I've, I've I've heard the point that okay, if UND makes the playoffs, why in the world wouldn't they match those two up? I would hope that happens because that would be awesome. But mm-hmm. I don't know; they seem to really, really like having that matchup in the playoffs. Well, and I think the problem is, is it's become such a habit, right? Right. Because we, I mean, there's only one team that matches NDSU for consecutive times in the playoffs that's south dakota state and we've been fed to fargo roughly 50 percent of the time and like i asked sam herder about that on his bracket and he said i I, honestly like there wasn't any real reasoning about i just did it and sent und somewhere and honestly that's kind of a worry it's not a ding on sam it's more like that's become a habit you know, could could the committee just do that out of habit and go and then have somebody ask him and go, oh, shit. Yeah, UND is right there, huh? <laughs> well, that's, that's something, huh? Cool. Anyways, uh, South Dakota State's going up. Yeah. And that if we lose, I mean, help. We win that marker game, baby. That's uh, we're not getting fed into NDSU. They're getting fed to us. They get right. snacks. And that would be, oh, I would be such a giddy little schoolgirl. I would. I would wet my pants with excitement and have to change after the bracket got released. (laughs) That's what would happen. That would be so fun. And if all of you who are watching are not at that game, I will find you (laughs) because that one will be, that'll be one for the ages there. That'll be fun. Yeah. And it, especially with the limited capacity, it'd be fun to just, have zero NDSU fans there. None. Oh, that'd be so <laughs> mad. Oh, my God. I'd be so pissed. That would be great. 
Speaking of pissed, this was a question I was going to ask uh, Frazee. Sorry we don't have him. We're, we're, we're saving him for Marker Week when we can get real salty and uh, and have some fun with him and all that <laughs> stuff. Um, throw some shade, you know, like we do. Uh, but what do you think people are going to be, since we're talking playoffs, what do you think people are going to be more angry about? You think they'll people be angrier about who misses the playoffs or what the seeds are? Because generally speaking, people are more angry about who misses the playoffs. Yeah, I would think it's going to be that, especially in a year when you have a a smaller field and the decisions are going to just going to be tougher yeah. than what they've ever been. I would think that yeah, the, there's going to be you know, like we said, there's going to be some good teams left home, yeah, and they're going to have a legit argument. There, there's going to be yeah. probably multiple teams that have legit arguments to be in the playoffs, and it's just going to I don't know. There's going to be some tough decisions to be made, but yeah, so I think. Definitely on that side will be the the more angry people. See, up until um, this last weekend when Jacksonville State lost, I was actually inclined to disagree with you because mm. I could see – I could have seen Sam Houston State and Jacksonville State snagging seeds over, say, uh, uh, probably, probably a CAA team. Mm-hmm. And that would have caused some – some, some outcry, I think, more so than, say, Missouri State getting left home with one loss on the season, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that I think about it and you talk about it, like Evan Nichols gets in over a good Colonial Athletic team, there's going to be riots, I think. <laughs> I don't know. People keep voting in the top 25. So maybe, I'm, maybe we're the two guys – who think that if you get Arkansas Pine Bluffed, you should not be in the playoffs? I guess maybe we're weird like that. And then, <laughs> and then the Southland, the the Southland, they don't get it. They don't. They lost their right. If you follow me on Twitter, they lost the right to have the D on the end of that word until they decide to play some goddamn defense because <laughs> it was fifty-five to twenty-four against Incarnate Word, who was supposedly ranked, losing. 55 to 24 in the first half. <laughs> the first half. Yeah, that's bad. I I'm pretty sure there's some Texas high schools out there who could play better defense than that. I mean, holy lordy. Mm-hmm. 55 points and a half. If we played Alabama, I would be pissed if we gave up 55 points and a half. <laughs> I would expect to get paddled, but I wouldn't expect to have no 55 points scored on us at halftime. And I don't think that's being arrogant because the Citadel went down there and did it. So what are they doing down there? And and I watched, and these Southland guys talk about how skilled their players are, but or you could try on defense. <laughs> you could do that. Right. That's pretty. That's a cool strategy. I've always thought. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, taking that Big Twelve approach, just mm. just score enough points and you'll win. Yeah, some sometimes. <laughs> Off, as they said on the FCS Fans Nation, to give them a shout out back for shouting us out. Um, as uh, Jamie Williams said on their offense sells tickets, defense wins championships. Which I which was a new one. It's usually wins games. But I like the sell tickets one a little better. Yeah, that's very true. And I was going to throw in there for Matt. I'm drinking milk tonight. And I got, rid, I got rid. I got rid of the green glasses. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not even a solo cup. I'm saving the world one red beer at a time. What a gosh darn legend you are! I am so proud of you. <laughs> So you mentioned the top 25. Do you yes. have it pulled up so we can take a peek at I it? I surely do. I knew you would. Hold on. Just give me two shakes here. We'll throw this up. Uh, apparently, uh, people are fans of my beard in the group chat. It's not people. I know who they are. Fans of the beard? Yeah. they're. Uh, if, it's, a, it's a hockey reference uh, for gotcha. those of you out there saying uh, – I know I miss uh, lying you, but that doesn't mean you need to mimic his Billy Goat beard. So uh, <laughs> follow the wild, you get that. That's a Jets reference. But uh, anyways, not the NFL Jets, the NHL Jets, which is better. 
<laughs> it's uh mine's more fantastic and full than that so get out of here jake <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah we got the top 25 up we're just doing terrible radio now there's there's no game this weekend there's no game last weekend we're just gonna jabber yeah just fill in um so we do have sam houston state is at at the one <laughs> and then ndsu at the two weber state survived barely Oh, barely. They should have lost that game. That game was incredible. And if anyone didn't see the highlights, you need to look them up right now. Just stop what you're doing. Okay, wait till we're done. Go look at them. Because that was wild, that whole game. So they played a Northern Arizona team that they should have beat by a lot if they are as good as their ranking says. And they had to... I forget how many seconds they had left after Northern Northern Arizona took the lead. Um, uh, it was under a minute. I know for yeah, sure. Yeah, it was. It was like thirty some seconds. Thirty five seconds. Something I like think. that. Yeah. And then Northern Arizona proceeds to get like a penalty on the kickoff. Yep, they kicked and, it out of bounds. Oh yeah, they kicked it out of bounds, and I think they also got a penalty on top of that. Yes. So then they put Weaver State at midfield. Which great job, outstanding! And then they stop them twice, and then lo and behold, Weber State whips it up in the air, fifty plus yards, comes down with it, wins on a hail mary, survives. It, I mean, they would have plummeted in the ranking if they would have oh, lost Northern, Northern Arizona. Yeah, and the the if you watch the replays, some of those plays, Weber State pulled out the coolest um, hook and ladder play I've ever seen, where they threw a little wide receiver screen and pulled the tackle. And as the tackle ran by the wide receiver, the receiver did the old hook and ladder catch and flip in the hmm. offensive tackle, took it to the corner, of the, you know, the <laughs> took it to the flag and scored a touchdown. It was awesome. Uh, the pylon, not the flag. Don't know why I couldn't think of that word. And then uh, that Hail Mary, I don't, I don't know how that ball got to that receiver because you watch the replay and it's just all you see is northern Arizona guys and I don't know why they were out there because if you can't, <laughs> if none of them can get their hands on that ball, it was, wow, it just went right through all of them. Yeah. You did nothing, and you don't see a ball fall out the bottom, so it was definitely caught. And then the Weber State guy comes out from the middle, like six Northern Arizona guys with the football, just losing his mind. It was nuts. Mm-hmm. So good for them, I guess. They survived. They stay number three, and then we got SDSU number four. James Madison five, UND six, Delaware, Kennesaw, VMI, and UC Davis round out the top ten. Um, but overall, it was a crazy weekend for the top ten and even like to 12. They had four of the top 12 teams lost, three won, and five didn't even play. So it was a it was a weird week at the top of the top of the poll there, but um, in the Missouri Valley games that we picked, the only two that actually happened, um, we had. Let's see, I lost my games here. What happened? Um, you and I in Western Illinois. Is that is that? Am I on the right game? Yeah, I think so. Yep. You want the composite got, schedule? Got my tabs all messed up. No. You and I beat Western Illinois thirty-four to twenty, and for some reason, I even asked before the show. I was like, "Did I? Am I? Did I really pick Western Illinois?" No, I I did. I thought they were going to win, and they did not. They got beat by two touchdowns. So I'm an idiot. Uh, the other game that happened was a very good game between Southern Illinois and Missouri State. Um, huge for Missouri State. I mean, obviously kept their playoff hopes alive. I think if they lose that one, I don't think there's a way to get in the playoffs. Um, now they have a chance at least. Um, Consequently, Southern Illinois lost theirs. Yeah, Southern Illinois definitely lost theirs. They were on the bubble uh, as it was to begin with, and then now when they lose that game, which they should have won. I mean, they... Uh, it was back and forth, and they tied up Missouri State with, like, I think about a minute left, and the Missouri State went down and kicked a game-winning field goal. Um, so good for Missouri State. I mean, they're 
they're playing pretty well. Uh, kudos to kudos to them and Petrino down yeah. there. He's got something good going, I guess. Which it's nice to see uh, a you know perennial bottom dweller actually do something for once. Yeah, it's awesome to see them uh, coming around. And <laughs> we all forget he might not be a great person, but Petrino can coach football. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. He had Arkansas in the top three, which hasn't been done since. <laughs> like, the dude can play coach football. Right. So, those are the only two games. I went 1-1, Brendan went 2-0. He <clears throat> spreads out his lead against me a little more. I need to start doing something here because we're running out of games. Made this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's a what what's the total record? You're up by like three games. Three games, outstanding. Yeah. That's not a total record. I want to know how I'm so, doing against the spread, man. What's what's my five hundred? I'm I'm caring about beating the spread now, not beating you. You're in the past. You're in the dust. You're above. So last week you were right at five fifty percent, and I think so. This week you were you went two and zero, so you're a little above fifty percent, which is oh yeah, respectable against yeah. the spread. I respect it. But now I'm going to have to start making some crazy picks. Problem is, there's only two games this week to pick. Oh, it's going to be hard to catch up that way. It is. So the two games that we do have is, let me get to the right tab here. Northern Iowa goes to USD on Friday night. And that spread, what do you think that spread is, Brendan? You and I at USD, 14 points. It's only 10 and a half. Okie dokie. I'm for that. So do you want me to pick first so you can you, you have you have a better chance and I can't just pick what you pick or no I I'll I'm gonna take USD in this one. <laughs> really? Yeah, because I I'm pretty sure you're gonna take you and I, but I also yeah, yeah I don't know. I, oh my god. I mean you and I did win last week, but it was Western Illinois. They won by two touchdowns. Yeah. I'm gonna assume they only win by Ten here, so I'll take USD. Well, we just saw a Youngstown State team with that's basically you and I light, right? They they uh, don't have quite the defense that you and I has, and they have less of a passing threat than you and I has when they have McElvain. And USD gave up like three hundred and some yards in that game and ran for twelve. So that you and I defense is still really nasty. Um, and if USD has to throw the ball, I think UNI is going to pick it off a couple times. So go ahead and give me the Purple Panthers. All right. That's that's one pick. I Well, two picks I gained back on you because I'm going to win that. You're going to lose that. Right, right. Sure, and then sure, sure. the second one, we've got Youngstown State going to Western Illinois. What do you think that spread is? Youngstown State going to Western. Uh, six points. 10 points. Ooh, wow. 10 points. Okay. okay. You go ahead and pick that one. I'm going to take Western because I think that their offense is just good enough to score some points. I made the mistake of taking Western last week. I'm going to go Youngstown State this week. I think they continue their hot second half of the season they got going. Um, yeah. And it's not necessarily hot in terms of win record because they're still one and four, but they have been playing much better than they were at the start of the season. Right. So, yeah, this will be fun. We went complete opposite, which usually doesn't happen, but we'll see right. how it ends up. It's a rare occurrence. But we do have a couple more questions here to get Pop to them up. Before, before we wrap up the night. Um, from John Green, how do you see, how do you see it? A six and one SDSU, a six and zero Weber. A seven and zero Delaware, a seven and zero JMU, a six and one UND, a seven and zero Sam Houston State, a six and a six and two NDSU with an undefeated VMI with only four seeds. Um, basic premise of Delaware and JMU going undefeated. Um, they can't get the seven undefeated. JMU's uh, missed too many games, and the CAA is only playing six games this year um and then und at six and one um und is at what four or five and one right now 
Anyways, uh, UND's at four and one. They're at four and one, so they can only get to five and one. Uh, Sam Houston State, I think, can get to seven. I think Sam Houston State's guaranteed to get to seven and zero. I mean, there nobody in the Southlands beating them. Um, six and three. SU is not getting seated in that scenario. Do you think uh, Sam Houston State's guaranteed top two seed? I don't know about top two. I think they'll get top four if they go undefeated just because they did show some defense. Um, They they showed enough defense to be an actual national contender. Um, I don't think they're the number one team like AGS does, uh, but I think they have the potential to be because they've showed some defense. I just don't think they'll get a top two seed if Weber's undefeated. And then if in this hypothetical scenario, we've obviously beaten NDSU. So that would give us a leg up, I think, over undefeated Southland record anyways. So I think they'd be somewhere around the three scenario. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, Back to JMU. uh, And Delaware, for that matter. Uh, JMU doesn't have a top 25 win yet. And but they just got one. Did I think, they? I think last week was was they played Will, Bill and Mary. Oh, Bill and Mary. So, that it was Richmond that got canceled. That's right. They do play. They're scheduled to play Richmond this weekend. Yeah. And so that would be their first, their one and only ranked win on the year. Yeah. Um, Delaware has one already. I don't think they can get any more. So. Is Albany, Delaware State, or Villanova ranked? I'd have to check, but uh, Nova was. The, no, Nova is. Yeah. Um, I think. Long story short, if I'm looking at the in that that scenario, there, uh, NDSU is out of it. They they lost to SDSU. I don't think in that scenario the Missouri Valley is getting two seeds. Um, I think Weber gets it. I think Delaware gets it. I think SDSU gets it, and then I think Sam Houston State gets it. Um, the Southern Conference is not quite trash. It's just a bunch of meh at best. And going undefeated is a great accomplishment for a VMI program that's been terrible for a long time. But they're not getting a seat. So I think that goes, you go SDSU, Weber. Weber probably, I I would think Weber or Delaware gets the number one seed. I think SDSU gets the two. And then whichever one of Weber, Delaware, and Sam Houston State round out the the seeds in that scenario, but that's just a guess. So you got Delaware over JMU. Yeah. JMU. Um, their big knock on them all year was they're not playing anybody. The North in the CAA North is way better. Oh, Delaware did already beat Rhode Island who was ranked. Um, they just beat them last weekend Mm -hmm. and Rhode Island was top 25 win. Um, but JMU won't have anything as impressive as what Delaware has, and I don't think they're going to give two seeds to them. If they give two seeds to the CAA, man, that's that's where my prediction of people being angry about the seeds will come to fruition <laughs> because there's going to be some hot people out there about that. Like, Because who are you putting them in for? You can't put – the only reason you would put JMU in there is because they were ranked highly in the preseason, which is – a horrible way to decide seeds. Well, they were good in the preseason and they never lost, so they must be really good. That's that is just mind-numbing lack <laughs> of thought process. So I don't I don't see how you can, but the committee's done goofy things before. Yeah. And I think the tough thing is, you know, UND they'll have somewhat of an argument saying that, well, we've got the head to head win versus SDSU. Why wouldn't we get a seed over them in this scenario? But the in this scenario, if we have that win over over NDSU, that trumps that head to head win, in my opinion. And it was a very early season game too, so I I don't think they'll have much of a fighting chance for a seed over us in that scenario. Yeah, recency bias. That game was a long time ago. We'll have just mm-hmm. beaten NDSU. They'll have beat Youngstown State in the one game they've played. They haven't put able to put anything out there for people to watch, and they're just kind of it's the nature of the beast when there's only four seeds you're it's is it necessarily right you could argue whether it's right or not but that's the way it's probably i think it'll turn out yeah well yeah we were talking about how rough it is to have two weeks i mean they they're gonna have three weeks straight yep because they had this last weekend 
was postponed yep. to the end end of the year. This upcoming weekend's canceled, and then Illinois State game is obviously canceled because Illinois State's a bunch of quitters. So they're going to have a full three weeks without a game. So that'll be interesting to see how they come out of that. And they'll be playing a Youngstown State team that's gotten better every week. Yeah. And who I thought was going to beat them anyways, but a Youngstown State team that could be on a roll. Yeah. A hot Youngstown they, State team coming off of three weeks. They, that's a If they lose that game, they're not in the playoffs. That's what I was going to say. could knock them out of the playoffs. It, How funny well would that happen. be? Like they were just so high up on their pedestals. Oh, Oh, look at us. We're the new NDSU. We're the (laughs) only ones. We're the only ones who can end the NDSU dynasty. Yeah. He like went so far as to say in the country, we're the only ones who can do that. See? (laughs) You know, is that an imitation or is that just how you think he sounds? That's that's how I'm making him sound. I know how he sounds. I listen to his podcast. I know he doesn't sound like that. I'm just being comical with his voice, which probably isn't nice. But uh, like, it's funny. I, I just it, it's just hilarious to me because there will be there's a there's a team left. There's two teams left that could knock NDSU out of the seeds. None of them are UND. <laughs> a bitch. I'm not Man, petty. Uh... I'm yeah, I'm I'm hoping for a Youngstown State win that last week against UND and knock them out of playoffs. That would be that would be amazing. It would be very funny. And then we got so we've covered that pretty well, I think. So mm-hmm. don't worry, we've got more weeks to go over that sort of stuff, or we'll or or we won't. But uh, good question, by the way, John. Great, thank question, you for John. it. Really appreciate yes. it. You gave us a great amount of content there. I appreciate it. Uh, but Chad Myro's asking from our takedown podcast, the man, the myth, the legend, catch him uh, this week. They're going to be doing it tomorrow, hopefully live. Uh, him and Jordan Schoenrock, they're going to have a special guest, SCSU wrestler and MMA fighter, David the Bulldog Machad. So tune into that tomorrow night. If they get on live, I think we can make that happen for them. Um, but he's asking us, uh, the fighting Petrinos still dark. Are they still a dark horse to go six and one? And then what the tie for the best record in the Valley could happen. Uh, it can't just because they are counting the fall. So they'll have their right now. Technically Missouri state's four and four because of the prior games and they can't go six and one in the Valley due to cancellations. Because they're missing, they can't play the UND game, and Illinois State game got taken away on them as well. So that's two games out of the eight already. So I think the best they can do is five and one. I believe that is correct. One, three, four, five. Yes. Yep. Yeah, they're not playing UND. The only game they have left is Youngstown State. Yeah. Um, which so, again, I mean, Youngstown State can really play spoilers because big time. If they beat Missouri State, Missouri State might not make the playoffs, right? And and I tell you what, not to look too far ahead, but say that happens, or even say Missouri State does win out and they don't make it, they're cooking for next year. Yeah. That momentum is cooking, and the Valley is going to be unpleasant. Next year, I don't think you're going to see a one-loss team in the Valley. If if Missouri State and and Youngstown keep keep improving like they have, boy, that would that's going to be a nasty little mistress there. Hmm. Uh, But you know, yeah, they could be tied for you know with the one loss in the Valley for conference record, but they do have their two losses to Central Arkansas from the fall. Which I think they needed that. I think they were the right decision, especially for them to play in there with their their with Petrino just starting, mm-hmm. got them rolling a little bit and got them playing. Um, I they're just not gonna they're not gonna be able to win the auto bid because they lost to NDSU, um, and they and they didn't get to play UND or and they'd lose off of win percentage if it ended up being a three-way tie between us, Missouri State, and UND because we would have more games played, if my math is right in my head. Yeah. So, the, I, again, I dark, dark horse for the playoffs. Again, I really – I still – if they win that Youngstown State game, 
I will be advocating for them to make the playoffs. I, I I hope UND loses so that Missouri State can make the playoffs. Then they would because, make, if that happens, Missouri State makes it. I bet. Right, but that is a worry that that NDSU, SDSU, and UND are all going to be in. Missouri State's going to be sitting on Which, the outside. What a turnaround for a program! Yeah, one year. Good for them. <laughs> oh my God, that I think it's cool. You know, I love mm-hmm. when teams like Indiana State or I mean Missouri State has. If if anybody's seen their campus, I, I haven't been to their campus, but I've looked at their facilities. They are some of the best facilities in the conference, and mm-hmm. it's not close. Like they have facilities overall better than I think anybody. Realistically, it's insane the amount of money that got dumped in there, and they're kind of a sleeping giant if they ever got it going, but they've never been able to. And that's why they're willing to gamble on Petrino. I think he was kind of their last ditch effort of we're gonna this is our last try to make this work. And if it doesn't work, then we're kind of out. So it seems to be going the right direction. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, somebody else to replace him at the bottom. Um, yeah, the USD, possibly USD. You know, uh, you know they. I'm sure they were super excited about that win against us to end the season last year. Um, but it hasn't done much for them this year. Not now. They're sitting second from the bottom, um, flirting with the bottom. So it's not true. We got them the best recruiting class in the nation. They said so. True, true. They got that going for them. <laughs> we'll see how that works out. But <laughs> can't miss out on a shade opportunity towards USD. Oh, uh, we had to get our shot in. So um, other than that, 8 p.m. ish for the takedown podcast tomorrow. If you're looking for a wrestling fix, Chad is doing a special episode of that, and I'm sure he's going to do it all next year. I just signed him up for that. You're welcome, Chad. <laughs> and then look look for our our episode next week. We will be previewing the USD game and recapping the games from this upcoming weekend. And then the week after that, we'll have Matt Frazee on, and that'll probably be on Tuesday night, but uh, look for social media for that because um, that'll be a lot of fun having him on. We're excited that he signed up to do that. So looking forward to that. I was hoping it was going to be tonight, but I guess i got to wait two weeks. The anticipation is killing me. Yes, I, it's going to kill me, especially living up here. But now I get to go to the game. So I, selfishly, it's kind of nice. But um right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate you guys all coming in here. Um, If you guys do think we're fun to listen to and whatnot, we'd appreciate it if you gave us a share. That sure helps us kind of grow what we're doing here and maybe have some friends that you don't know are fans or whatnot and bring them to tailgate if they they talk to you about it or whatnot or book club. Bring them to book club. Exactly. Bring them to book club. So (laughs) other than that. As always, go big, go blue. Go Jacks. Jacks.